This is a real one. So embrace the conviction and use the education. It's time to be the better tech. Welcome to Security Today, brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions. Sprinter has a passion for technology with the calling card of the cleanest work environments in the low-voltage industry. Sprinter IT is a robust leader in the technology sector. They lead the industry in managed services, datacom, and security, so check them out at SprinterIT.com and at SprinterDatacom on Instagram. I'm your host, the most cultured uncle in security, Uncle Bear. That's right, Uncle B-A-E-R underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and at Security Today Podcast on Instagram. So give me a like, give me a follow, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We're back at it again. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate my fandom out there that is just listening away and hopefully learning and growing their career. I want to let you know that for a while, though I haven't really pushed it, Security Today does actually have a website. It's www.securitytodaypodcast.com. You can listen to episodes off it if you ever don't have uh, apps or you want to blare it in the library, maybe. I will use it in the future for more things, but right now it's just kind of a landing page that you can point people to if they don't have Spotify or CastBox or Apple Podcasts or whatever. So just a heads up, uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Hanwha has a dope little LPR camera that you should already have in your lineup. Monitor Reel uses AI to take your Ajax home alarm system to the next level. And riddle me this. How do you make a security implementation better? (laughs) One take. First, we're going to give a shout out. That's right to a a member of the Instagram platform. Every single week, we try to highlight somebody out there who is doing something that that the security today principles push. That's right. And this week, it is at just a civvy with two V's. That's just a C-I-V-V-Y. Now, this isn't as a security technician shout out as most of my shout outs are, but this dude knows his up from down. Some of the aspects that I speak later in the episode, this dude introduced me to. He's into lock sport. He's got an excellent EDC content out there, and he touches on the psychology of the human mind, how it works and what to look out for. And if you think lock picking, bypass tools, and social engineering is dope, well, this one needs to be on your follow list. So shoot him a DM after you peruse the content and just let him know that you heard of him here. I don't steer you wrong, okay? So follow at just a civvy, two Vs. Remember, remember. <laughs> That's right. Let's get into the chit chat. Monitor Reel has announced its integration with popular intruder alarm system provider Ajax. And if you know my Instagram profile, you know that the bear approves Ajax. This powerful pairing allows users to create an accurate video detection perimeter around property that deters intruders and monitors security events in real time. So Monitor Reel's AI-based object detection can conveniently be armed and disarmed in tandem with the Ajax alarm via the alarm panel or the mobile app, which offers superior visibility of what's happening around homes or businesses. Users can trigger Ajax intruder alarm zones based on Monitor Reel's detection of people, animals, vehicles, 
inanimate objects, or a combination of these in specified areas captured by connected security cameras at a particular time, night or day. This helps avoid the false alarms that often arise from irrelevant movements, such as rustling trees, moving shadows, pets, and other irrelevant objects. I mean, how many times have we been back out on a service call because they were woke up at 3 a.m. because of a bush? Conversely, Now, alarms originating from motion or magnetic sensors connected to the Ajax panel can trigger cameras to deliver monitor reel snapshots to users, verifying the validity of those alarms. Monitor reel's customizable rules allow users to control whether an Ajax alarm is triggered automatically, semi-automatically, or manually based on particular detections. They also let home and business owners define the specific areas of their perimeter that are the greatest interest and exclude insignificant zones such as neighboring properties, bushy areas, or busy roads. Now, I'm a big fan of Ajax. You have your ride-or-die boys that thrust hard on that DSC Neo, the Honeywells, and whatnot, but I'm telling you, this is the slickest looking. Just as strong. I've personally tested Ajax Systems, and um, they're on my house right now, and definitely the easiest install alarm system on the market. I've put in DSC. I've put in Elk. I've hung Qualsys in two gig panels. I've been an Alarm.com dealer myself. The whole nine, fam. Ajax should be on your radar, and that's all I'll say. Oh, I will say they got smokes coming UL certified here in the next 12, but you didn't hear from me, dog. <laughs> Let's get on to the product highlight. Hanwha, another dope-ass company that I've hung and sold and engineered and programmed. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, we touched on LPR, so go back and listen to that if you haven't. If you still haven't found one to put, in your li- uh, to put into your lineup, then w- what are you waiting on, Brian? I like to do that sometimes because there's a slim chance that Brian is half listening to this podcast right now. And 10 out of 10 times, Brian just looked at his truck radio like, what the? So the Hanwha TNO7180RLP license plate camera. Uh, EOS Australia is taking pre-orders of the TNO right now. It's a high-speed license plate capture camera from Hanwha. And don't huff at me like that don't matter. I'll have you know that 2% of the listeners on this podcast happen to be from the beautiful land down under. That's somewhere near 105 plays, dog. So to my Aussies, <laughs> get ordering. The rest of you cats can already get a hold of this one. Uh, probably. I haven't checked all the other foreign markets and listeners like the Canadians, the Austrians. Uh, I've got a handful of listeners in Germany for some reason. So vielen Dank, you know, literally. <laughs> the TNORLP, which that's what I'm going to call it, is a new high-speed LPR camera featuring advanced features and cutting-edge technology designed for capturing fast-moving vehicles in parking lots, toll booths, or even at highways, okay? This camera features a 3-megapixel color global shutter sensor, a 6.8 to 122 or 120 millimeter motorized verifocal lens with 18x zoom, providing high-quality images and excellent zoom capabilities. It supports H.265, H.264, MJPEG codec, and can record at a maximum of 60 frames per second at 3 megapixels for all resolutions. Ideal for capturing those fast-moving vehicles, like up to 155 miles per hour with 18x zoom, and powerful IR for long range that reads up to 165 feet at any time of the day. Now, the Hanwha TNORLP license plate camera comes pre-installed with a 32 gig micro SD supporting up to 10,000 LPR images. License plate reads, okay? 
It also supports Wise Stream 2, which helps to optimize bandwidth usage and storage efficiency. The camera can be powered through optional HPOE or 12-volt DC, and it has an IR viewable length of 50 meters, which means that it can capture clearer images even in low-light environments. The camera is rated IP66, obviously, IK10, obviously, NEMA 4X, NEMA TS2, and that's... 228 and 229 against water, dust, and impact, making it sustainable and suitable for outdoor use and capable of withstanding harsh weather conditions. So check that out, man. I just read like 2 million numbers. For some other uh, like models, if you're looking for it, you can catch the PNVA as an alpha 9081 RLP and the PNOA 9081 RLP. So you can check that out. Let's get into the meat. This week, I want to tackle a question, okay? That question is, how do you take a security awareness program from checking the boxes to being a truly integrated security culture? And I read this the other day in an article, and I wanted to bring it to the podcast. It's something that has been quite the hurdle for everything from corporations to public schools, small to medium business, and even the home in an abstract way, which I'll get to. Security has some swamps of thought to slog through, right? To take good security practices and get them implemented is hard sometimes. This is especially true for security technicians, like a cobbler's kid situation, right? Where the security that we put in every day doesn't permeate into our mindset or even onto our homes. So to address this question, I want to start with the high-level corporation and then touch on our mindset as an integrator. John Rodriguez, founder of Empathic Security Cultures, LLC, has been in the security realm for 40 years and studied hundreds of companies. He says that there are two parts to building effective physical security and successful security culture within an organization. One of those pieces is the operational component including technologies, policies, training, and procedures. He says, quote, that's the science of the security. The other component is what he calls the art, and the art is the human aspect to security. It's focusing on the psychological and philosophical, the social, and how to influence people at all levels, from the CEO to the third shift employees, to agree to protect each other and provide information so that you can address any security deficiencies. And that's a really hard lag sometimes when you implement these security programs. And we talk a lot on this podcast about actually like, you know, bolting the mag to the door strikes over mags, but whatever. Um, But getting people to understand that there is security practices in place and then moving that to policies and those sorts of things really takes a social flip, a mindset. So the building of the security culture using the art of the human element allows you to cover your security integration like a blanket and keep everything really intact. You see, the physical security installation to the all the way to the risk management procedures and processes, they all need to be put in place first and need to be strong and able to hold a lot of weight depending on your daily operations. And it should never stop there, though in the work environment. See, this is true in life safety as well. You have to build a culture around everything that you just spent all that money to put in place. The policies, the procedures, the programs, and education of systems that all gets implemented into the skeleton of your security, right? And then the muscles and the soft tissue that come into play later are building that security culture. So without it, your security as 
is as lifeless as a skeleton. It needs to be a focus and it's often overlooked or it's just left up to the client to fill and create on their own time. But come on, they are as busy as we are and they won't fill it or they won't fill it in a timely manner. So this is how we instill security as a mindset and truly bring security to our client along with life safety. When focusing on culture building and education or rather storytelling, you know, telling the story of security, it's critically important um, that the, the art of security comes into play. Rodriguez says, I don't use the term security awareness. I like to call it security requests because we are all, we are asking everybody in the organization to help protect one another. It's a very complex thing and you can't force people to do it. You have to build a culture, build buy-in and build trust so that they want to help contribute to that culture. And one of the ways to do that is through connecting with people. Rodriguez breaks down three levels of opportunity to build those connections, and that's the C-suite, the business unit, which is like emergency management, health and safety, HR, legal, and the site level. The beauty of a high overview like this is that it also is applicable to the small business. You're just going to have to discern who are the 12 people that operate the business, or maybe even the three people who operate it that are playing each of these roles and how much. But that means you can walk into a small business, to a bigger outfit, to a corporation, and use this mindset to find the key players and begin to tell the story of security, allowing the culture to begin to grow. While C-suite and business unit buy-in are crucial to establish a culture and achieve company-wide sanctioned support behind the security's relevance, the site level is ultimately the place where you get the strongest connection. The easiest place to begin building those connections is to identify advocates within the organization at all levels. Advocates or supporters are those who are willing to speak on behalf of security and help further the culture and the mission by positively reflecting its mission and values. Those advocates that are willing to help tell the story of security and connect with people on a personal level, then that can help break down barriers and create a sense of trust with everybody. But while supporters are important tools for security teams in culture creation, the naysayers shouldn't be ignored either. And so Rodriguez continues, the naysayers will be the people that don't like security or they think that we're corporate cops just there to get them in trouble. I run towards those leaders, learn why they feel that way and ask them to give us a chance, he says. Though uh, the steps of building culture sounds simple when deconstructed, the path isn't necessarily linear and it will take years to develop, but also it requires patience, persistence, and agility on behalf of the security leader. Rodriguez says the dynamics of business and people are always in flux and you have to have that in mind when you're prepared to adapt to these changes. You will not develop a security culture overnight. It takes time, one person at a time, end quote. And while it is a heavy lift, it will ensure whether or not the site truly remains secure over time. Now, this sort of mindset of seeing the security culture and trying to make it grow really takes us, the integrator, the architect, the wire rat, to begin to see how important our field is and begin to make changes in our own lives. All right, I'm going to turn it around on us a little bit. It's often that the high-end AV guys I've known have had a TV on a floor with wires strung across the carpet. Or security integrators aiming cameras so diligently in the day don't even have a ring doorbell. 
I touch on this from time to time when I bash hike and when I bash TikTok, that we as a security stronghold in the market don't succumb to things that go against the reason we are out here in the first place. I would encourage you to secure your castle first. Really another take on the castle doctrine that sparked the Third Amendment. We must keep sacred what we have so with conviction we are truly keeping safe what others have too. It's what will make you stand out and be different than your peers. To be organized and have safety plans in place with your children, with your partners. It permeates from the house out into the world as you interact with your family and with the public. Being able to mirror and socially engineer from practices of knowing the locus of control or watching, you know, gestural hemispheric tendencies, for instance. In, in, let me give an example. In public, my partner and I, we play a very macabre game where randomly one of us sometimes will tap the other and say, bang, where to? And the idea is that the other person can respond with where are you leading us to? An exit, an area to a hide and, uh, and assess the situation, a stairwell, etc. It is a way to make sure that you are taking everything you have been implementing on the clock for decades and pouring it into a mindset that will protect you and your loved ones when the time comes. That's a couple of big statements that might have you scratching your head, but invest the time to learn and find hobbies within your passion. If you love securing a facility in your career, then look into OPSEC. Or if you find great pleasure in teaching a client to use their security system, also know how to OSINT and socially engineer. It's all connected, and it makes you the better tech. Which ain't that what we're out here doing? Ain't that out what we're out here trying to be? Being the better tech? Hey, that's it for security today. Subscribe, like, and follow at Uncle B-A-E-R underscore and at Security Today Podcast on Instagram. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions, where secure IT isn't a marathon, it's a sprint. So check them out on Instagram at SprinterDatacom, and they do have some employment opportunities, so slide into their DMs. You should have already been following at just a C-I-V-V-Y Civvy, and I hope that you get lost in their page and had to actually make it back to the podcast when I told you to go follow them. <laughs> also, remember to follow at T-E-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E-W-W, that's Technology Worldwide, and ask how to get involved with the community, a worldwide community of the greatest techs in low voltage and IT, and it's not just in the nation. See you next week, suckers. Deuces. Deuces.